my name is Mark Yuskowitz. I'm editor-at-large for MM&M, and I'm super excited to be part of today's sponsored podcast with Guidemark Health. Here with me today are Michael Parisi, Global President from Guidemark, along with Marissa Poli, who's Head of Workflow, also at Guidemark. Michael and Marissa, thanks so much for joining us here today. Happy to be here, Mark. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, and we're talking about how the agency, which has carved out a real specialty in the areas of oncology and rare diseases, is entering a new phase. So uh, the MM&M's Agency 100 just hit. Uh, you, you had a great year. I think you were up 8%. And I understand uh, we're here to talk today about that next evolution for the agency and why we won't see Guidemark Health in the top 100 next year. But before we get to what's happening, let's take a step back, if you would, and have you share some details around the recent acquisition and what excited the team about this particular opportunity. Mike? Yeah, Mark, thank you. So just to kind of fill in some details, we were acquired last year, late October, uh, after going through a pretty accelerated but extensive process. It was very much a part of when when I joined Guidemark Health was really take the agency to the next uh, to, to the next chapter of existence, and um, we met with a lot of interested partners. What excited us the most was number one, the the group we joined, uh, purchased by Arsenal Capital, heavy investment in healthcare, very very focused on building a, a differentiated offering, and really attracted to what we were building in terms of our focus in rare disease and oncology. The other piece that was really attractive is. When we looked across what Arsenal had put together already, there was a tremendous complement in terms of skill sets specific to rare disease and oncology, knowledge and expertise. And what I mean is we weren't joining a group that was five different promotional agencies. This is a really diverse group. And, and Marissa is going to share a little bit more about the structure of, of Lumanity and, and the new organization. But complementary from a strategic capability, from an insights capability from a medical affairs capability, again, with a very, very strong and deep culture in oncology and rare disease. The other piece, and I, and I remember the first conversation, it was a, a dinner I had with our CEO, John Williams, and um, part of what was really important to us in the group was culture. And without prompting, John uh, said right out of the gate, you know, we're looking to acquire and build, but one thing that's very important to us is culture. So um, we spent more time talking about culture in that first meeting and ambition and future and vision than we did talking about finances and, and uh, projected growth or client trends. And it really, from day one, felt like a, just an amazing fit. Yeah, that, that's terrific. Culture is uh, really a preeminent uh, issue, isn't it, uh, when, when you're working together with, with another group. Uh, Marissa, do you want to build on that a little bit? Yeah, Mark, I think, um, as Michael said, we felt that thread right from the beginning in our initial conversations. And what has been amazing to see, and we'll talk more about this um, as we go on today, but is how it's been brought to life through the last couple of months. And and now it's been, you know, almost eight months or so, which um, is amazing to see how our teams are starting to work together, how our team feels like on one hand, there hasn't been tremendous change. And honestly, we see that as a good thing, because they feel like they can still operate within the same principles that we always have had. And again, like I said, to us, that, that's that been a very good thing. Excellent. Excellent. When you bring two groups together, it's good to be on the same page as far as culture. 
I want to talk about the work and, and what this means for clients, but you mentioned culture. So I wanted to see if you can expand on that a bit on, on the fit uh, in, in terms of that, since I can imagine it was a big part of your decision-making process. Yeah, Mark. And, and you know, one thing I, is a small detail I left out. All of this was done, the acquisition, the integration, a lot of it was done virtually. So the importance of getting to know people and the challenge that you have, you know, when you're actually selling a company or being acquired that connection is sometimes challenged, you know, through technology. And um, when we started to talk about the principles, the guiding principles, our philosophy in delivering client work, our philosophy around partnership, you know, it was clear that we were on this exact same page. We talked a lot about our staff and, and our team and how, you know, joining and growing at an organization creates a lot of growth opportunities for them. We, we spent a fair amount of time, even in due diligence, talking about the workforce and the potential growth opportunities and trajectory for, for the team. So that was really important to me specifically because um, we weren't looking to just offload Guide Mark Health. We were looking for a platform that we can grow and really take what we've built to the next level. Sure. And, and Lumanity, as we know, is, is quite a large organization. They've made a number of acquisitions um, and they have a number of different business units. So when we talk about you know how you fit into the organization from a cultural perspective, we address that. But let's talk about you know how you you know, fit in from a work perspective. Can you address how, how the services are service areas, excuse me, are defined and organized across the organization? And, and how does that impact uh, the work that, that you all are doing? Yeah, no, great, Mark. I'm going to turn to Marissa in a second to give you some details. The one thing I'll, I'll say is um, we joined October 28th, and since then, multiple acquisitions. There were three just last year, and then a few more this year. So growing, and I will tell you, with each acquisition, um, I've been even more excited by the capability they bring. The organization of that, which I'll hand to Marissa, is really important because that helps to build and foster better collaboration and really gets you know the most out of all the individual resources we have. Yeah, and one of the things Mark you just mentioned, you know, we we did join a much larger organization and Lumanity has a lot more breadth and depth than GuideMark alone, but we really see it as much more than just dots on a map and and number of physical people. It is that area of expertise that we can, or those areas, plural, that we can now bring to our clients. So we're organized in three main areas: value, access, and outcomes asset optimization and commercialization, and medical strategy and communications. And that last pillar is where GuideMark currently fits um, and will focus on creative strategy and engagement. So those are the three uh, global practice areas that Lumanity has. But again, we really see the opportunity as being able to build blended teams and take individuals from different areas of expertise based on what the client business need is and bring that collaborative team to the table to help solve those challenges. Sure, sure. Okay, so that, that really helps to uh, understand the breadth of offerings and how GuideMark Health's core areas of expertise expertise, excuse me, now strengthen the overall marketplace solutions that you bring um, and a large organization can offer. How are you integrating all of this for the benefit of your clients? Can you talk about that a bit? Yep, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's always client first and it really should be client led. And I'll give a, for example, a fair amount, I would say far greater than 50% of the work across Lumanity is medical affairs focused. From our end, that's brought us into conversations earlier 
terms of, of conversations um, with early asset development. We have a very, very strong patient, patient advocacy, patient engagement offering that we're now able to integrate into things like clinical trial design, clinical trial discussions, real world evidence, um, data generation. And, you know, that's stuff that we would not been able to do on our own. And it's just tremendous in how well and how seamless the integration has happened when you bring complementary skill sets together with a common vision and purpose, and in many cases, a challenge that you're trying to solve for a client. Another area where we're relying quite a bit, we at GuideMark have always had a very strong focus on product and or technology. And um, a couple pieces of technology that we've built and own have now been deployed in different parts of the business in ways, quite honestly, that we never imagined when we built them. We built them with a specific commercial purpose and we're able to adapt and and we'll be launching a few of these products in the short term, uh, near future. So you'll hear more about those coming soon. And Mark, I'll just add, we've seen quite a few uh, opportunities just in the last six months where our partners within other areas of the Lumanity business have brought GuideMark in to provide expertise to their clients or vice versa, where we've felt like it would be really helpful if we only had someone with this background and skill set. And it's been tremendous to be able to draw on that and to be part of being requested to be at that table. So we've been able to give our teams the exposure to different types of work, as well as lend our services to some of our other partners. Right. So, so obviously your new agency siblings are thrilled to be able to bring you in on, on these uh, engagements. How are, how are GuideMark's clients responding to the exposure to you know, being part of a larger network with the breadth and depth of Illumanity? Yeah, Mark. So um, one point, and we, we're very specific, you know, we really are, are not a network. We're one company and we're solely focused on solving client problems. Um, we're able now, you know, with, with some of our clients to offer capabilities and things we just didn't have, especially, you know, didn't have at scale. So adding incredible marketplace knowledge in oncology and rare disease, commercialization process, really answering questions that are integral to a first a commercial startup biotech, a company that's going new into cell and gene therapies, really big, big challenges. So it's expanded our conversations quite a bit, and it's it's really um, elevated our idea of partnership because we're able to bring more resource to the table. Sure, sure. Um, and that's got to come in handy down the road, I'm sure. Marissa, I just wanted to see if I could switch gears for a moment. As head of workflow, you must have impeccable organizational and time management skills. And I'm sure all of our listeners are prioritization pros, but any advice for those of us looking to up our game in that area? <laughs> sure, Mark. So, you know, I mean, I think that a place to start is um, and where I certainly come from on a personal level and a professional level and how we operate at GuideMark and will continue to within Lumanity is with simplicity in mind. So we think about how we're getting from A to Z and what are, as you mentioned, what are the priorities for how we're going to get there? That may look different on, you know, on an internal project than how it looks on a really large client project getting ready to launch um, or a smaller strategic client project. So we pride ourselves on thinking about, and I, I pride myself on thinking about workflow from the standpoint of 
how can we flexibly and simply get from A to Z in the best way for the client? So I think that's one of the principles. Um, the other piece would be connecting the dots. So there are so many things that clients say or that they don't say that are unsaid in discussions. And I think one of the other things that Guidemark has brought to our clients is listening through those lines and being able to offer them added value. And that really speaks to our our mantra of being one need ahead. And although that may sound like it's a little outside of workflow and you know time management prioritization, it really is the heart of it, which is how can we plan these projects? How can we plan our execution with our client's business in mind? How do we look at their business from the same side of the table rather than the traditional agency model of we're sitting across the table from each other? So those are sort of two of the areas. And then I think the third is collaboration. How can we bring the best folks to the table at the right times to get the work done in, again, the most efficient way. We don't have to look at it the same way every time, and we may not need the same people throughout the course of the project. So we make sure that our project managers and our client engagement, client service leads are looking at that umbrella approach for our clients and how they can tie all those things together. And and they're given the autonomy and the flexibility to make those changes along the way. Yeah, and Mark, I'll, I'll add to that the the last piece that Marissa talked about, you know, the agility and be able to bring the right people in at the right time. That's kind of the challenge most agencies, all of us really face. Um, one key and where we've done a really good job, our managers, uh, our HR department, Marissa and her team, it, it comes down to really understanding who has ambition, who wants to learn a new task, who has skills, expertise in an area, not just who worked on the last project that was somewhat related. So that idea of really knowing the uh, desires, ambitions, passions, and skills of, of the team is really, really important to that efficient connection of the, the right people at the right time. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for in- indulging me there. I really appreciate that, to, uh, both of you. Uh, so there, there's probably an obvious question on a lot of people's minds. Uh, can you tell us about the name Lumanity? Uh, absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, the, the funny part is when we joined, um, we were known as the value demonstration project of Arsenal Capital. So we joined without knowing what the new name was going to be. Took a mm-hmm. leap of faith. And, and I think we all loved it when it was unveiled. And it was truly unveiled globally at one time to everyone. There's an obvious kind of intuitive part to it. The illumination, you know, bringing insights and insights to the world of healthcare and not forgetting that healthcare is about humanity and improving the health of the world. Those two pieces come together and they come together really nicely. We're all really excited about the name. And behind the name is the brand that we're building. So really building uh, a brand that reflects our ambition and that keeps the end goal of improving the health of the world front and center. Right. Yes. Uh, And I remember when uh, that uh, rebrand took place and John told us that the name combines, uh, just like you said, Michael, the name combines lumen or light with humanity uh, because uh, your intention as a company is to light the way and provide a clearer path for patients to be able to have access to medical innovation, which is a a very nice sort of mission statement to, to kind of rally around. Yep. So very exciting indeed. And like your siblings, uh, you all will rebrand and take on the the Lumanity name, right? What's the timeline for that? We're actually here today all together in our Parsippany office 
It is decked out in blue and gold. Um, so we were having our official kickoff, change the name to Lumanity. I think we raffled off the old Guidemark Health sign to <laughs> one of our longest standing employees, but we're really excited. It, it's representative of the next chapter for us. And uh, we're, we're super excited to be here. And at this moment, um, just it feels really good. Excellent. Excellent. Congrats on that. And uh, uh, if I'm driving through, you know, suburban Parsippany, maybe I'll, I'll catch hold of that, catch sight of that sign on somebody's lawn. Uh, well, what, what's next for the organization? Any specific areas of focus uh, you can expand on before I let you go? There's a lot of areas that we're really excited about. I, I feel like um, we've we've spent, you know, a lot of time and effort in really building a, a best in class uh, patient, patient engagement, patient advocacy offering, but it's not a standalone. It's really how those skill sets get integrated into other areas that we're building, real world evidence, real world data collection, generation. The world of healthcare is moving really fast and we feel like we're positioned really nicely to help our clients satisfy and solve some of those challenges, not in the market that existed a year ago because it's it's changing at an accelerated pace, but really to think about the future and, and what we could be doing differently. Engagement, using technology for ways of improving how we deliver information, lots of things that we're excited about. And again, we will stay exquisitely focused in rare disease and oncology. It's good to know that that mission will uh, will not change. And to that end, let's have another conversation as you further that goal and objective as part of the Lumanity family. Okay, that was Michael Parisi and, and Marissa Palai of Guidemark Health, now Lumanity. Uh, and it was a terrific conversation. Many thanks for listening. Come back soon for another one. This is Mark Iskowitz for the MMNM Podcast. Take care.